back so many memories. Ugh. Hey guys, welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host Alyssa. Thanks for joining me. Today we're going to be talking about Family Ties, Season 3, Episode 8, Four Rooms, Ocean View. Now, this is probably one of my favorite Family Ties episodes. Uh, when I think of all the episodes, this is definitely up there. Like, this is the most memorable one. Um... If you guys remember, before I even get into the episode, this is the one where Alex is fighting with a kangaroo in the middle of the living room. I mean, you can't forget that, right? That's just, that's etched in your memory forever when you see that. Um, I used to watch this show religiously every night during dinner time. it was on. I don't remember exactly what it was on after or before. It might have been Three's Company. It might have been Three's Company. It might have been Mr. Belvedere. You guys remember Mr. Belvedere? That was another show I used to watch. I don't know if I'll be doing any episodes of that. Maybe. Possibly. There's a couple good Mr. Belvedere episodes. And you can watch Mr. Belvedere on... I think it's on Hulu? And if you can't find it on Hulu, I think it's on YouTube. Pretty much every episode's on YouTube. So, this episode uh, aired... (laughs) I forgot to tell you guys that. This episode aired on November 8th, 1984. Uh, I was five. I I possibly watched this when it first came on. But it's been quite a... I mean, I I don't remember exactly. Because I think most of the episodes I watched were in syndication. By By the time it got to Fox, it was on syndication. I don't really remember watching it on... Well... It must have been on CBS, right? Because this was the Paramount Network. Uh, Alexa, what network did Family Ties air? This might answer your question. Family Ties' broadcast network... Oh, it was on NBC. Sorry, guys. It was on NBC. Okay. All right. So, uh, we get into this this episode. Uh, Steven's going away for the weekend. Elise is nowhere to be seen. I guess she's off screen. And I looked at some trivia here. Um, Meredith Baxter Burney, who uh, plays Elise, was pregnant. And she, I have it right here. I was looking at the trivia here. She was pregnant with twins. And her twins were born in October of 1984. So she was in, she was like missing from a whole bunch of episodes. There was this one episode with Gina Davis where they hired a maid and she was the maid. She was missing from that one. I'm um, looking at these other ones. Keaton and Son. I don't remember what Keaton and Son is. That sounds like something where Alex and Steven worked together at the radio station or television station. He worked at a television station. Okay. Well, that's where Elise was. So she's missing in quite a bit of these episodes. Kind of like Peg Bundy from Married to Children. She was missing from a lot because she was pregnant at this time too, you know, when they were filming the show too. Okay. Uh, I'll go into the trivia after I talk about the episode, like the rest of the trivia. Sorry, I'm just (laughs) looking at this. Okay. I'm sorry. So, Steven's going out of town. He's going to go visit Grandma 
and Elise is over there too, and they say, give our love to mom, so we know that she's not there, and he tells Alex, you're in charge, and and then he says, uh, where's my bag, and Alex says, it's in the car, we've already packed you, the car's running. Well, y'all heard dad, I'm in charge, Monica Dillon is going to be here in an hour, and uh, the two of you don't fit into our plans. Well, where are we supposed to go? Go to the mall, I go anywhere. But Mallory's not allowed to use the car, Alex, remember? She's being punished for using it when she wasn't supposed to last week. I'm in charge, and uh, your punishment suspended. Thanks. Uh, Jennifer, you go with her, okay? But I don't want to go to the mall. Go to the moon. (laughs) I don't care. Just don't be here when Monica gets here. Look, I can take you to Chrissy's house, Jen. I'm not allowed to go over to Chrissy's house. I'm being punished for goofing off with her at school. Your punishment suspended, too. (laughs) You know, Alex, I like having you in charge. Okay, so Skippy, the nerdy neighbor, comes by, and he's looking for Mallory. He's always had a crush on Mallory, and uh, he wants to take her to the chess, the chess finals. Okay, and Alex says, "Well, she just left, but if you know, you might be able to catch her." So Skippy goes out and yells at her, "Mallory!" And then you hear a car crash. So the car has a ton of damage. Uh, Alex says, "There's got to be three hundred dollars worth of damage there." That doesn't sound like a lot, does it? But back in 1984, that was probably a lot. He says that the fender's uh, busted. So, um, Skippy is, like, trying to stay, but Alex says, no, no, we need to talk about this. This is a family discussion. You need to go. And Skippy says, well, I got nowhere to go. My whole family's in town for the Leland homecoming game. And Leland is a college in their town. And I think it's where Alex goes. And, uh... If he's, if he's graduated by now, I don't remember. And he, uh, so, so Skippy says, yeah, there's no hotel available from here to the state line. And Alex gets an idea. Yes, there is. <laughs> Alex, no! If there really is a shortage of rooms, it seems to me that somebody who had a room to rent out this weekend could really make a killing. Or at least enough to buy a new Fender, if you get my drift. Alex, no. Well, Alex has a point. There's a lot of money to be made. My dad's charging his cousins $45 a night. (laughs) (laughs) But Alex, it's wrong. Of course it's wrong, Mallory. $75 a night is right. (laughs) Okay, so the Catons get their first guest, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Driscoll. And that they get the first room. So let's go over how many rooms there are. Okay, so the parents have a bedroom. Alex has a bedroom. Mallory, Jennifer, there's four. And they also said there's a baby's room. So there's five bedrooms. So that's not a lot of bedrooms. <laughs> so those are going to go pretty quick. Okay, so at first, it seems like they only have one room to rent, and that would be the baby's room. Okay, now the baby hasn't been born yet, by the way. Andrew is the baby. He's not born until later in the season. So there, Skippy mentions how he's, he just cleaned the baby's room. So I'm guessing that the baby's room is the only room they're going to rent out. Not the parents and not any of the kids' rooms. So they only have one room to rent. The Driscolls are looking at it. Then another family comes to the door. Don't tell me it's rented or I'll kill myself right on the doorstep. Well, no, it's not rented yet, although there's a couple looking at it right now. Fine, we'll take it. Um, but you haven't even seen the room. We'll take it. Are we there yet, Mommy? Yes, sweetheart, we're here. These nice people are going to let us stay with them. Oh, thank you, thank 
This is it, Mom. This is where we're gonna stay. Yes, Dougie, this is it. I don't like the lobby. Well, the room is perfect. We'll take it. I love the bassinet. Great. Well, we aim to please. I believe the ad said 75 a night. Right. Wait a minute. We want that room. I'll give you 80. 80? 80? I'm sorry, sir. That's not the way I do business. Now, you offend me. <laughs> the Driscolls were here first, and they should get the room. Make it 90. I'm not as offended anymore. <laughs> Do something, Jack. I'm not going to sleep in the car again. We slept in the car last year for homecoming. I still have ashtray marks on my neck. 95. 96. 97. 98. 98. 50. 99. Wait a minute. Wait just one minute. on one room for? I mean, there's lots of rooms in this place. Please, look, there's only one room for rent. The others are occupied. Little girl, do you have a room? Yes. Give you a hundred bucks for it. You got it. <laughs> okay, so a lot to unpack here. Um, the little boy of this family is a very familiar face. You might remember him as Chunk from The Goonies, Jeff Cohen. Um, I have a little tidbit of trivia here for you guys. I have met Jeff Cohen. And I met Corey Feldman, who played Mouth, was that his name? I went to a Goonies festival when I lived up in Oregon. Uh, it took place in a place called Astoria, Oregon. That's where the movie was filmed. And they had a festival for the 25th anniversary. So I got to meet Chunk, and I met Mouth, and I think it was only two I met. So I met Corey Feldman, and I met Jeff Cohen. Uh, so he is, this is before Goonies. This is a year before Goonies. So he's not quite famous yet. If you want to call him famous, I mean, he was kind of like a, a famous face of the 80s. I I think he stopped acting. And I, I'm pretty sure he became a lawyer. Um, so that's the other family. And, uh, you know, they, like, like Alex said, they only have one room, which I'm guessing is a baby's room. And, you know, these people are desperate and they'll pay whatever. So all the kids end up offering their rooms to each other. And then the next scene, you see them all sleeping on the couch. <laughs> but the funny thing is, Alex has, Alex has like a, 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 oh gosh, like a spinning rack. And on the spinning rack, there's a whole bunch of postcards. I always thought that was so funny. He's got like a little desk lamp. They have like a whole little uh, desk, hotel desk. It's really cute. So, you know, they all camp out together in the living room, and it's kind of cute. And, like, they're all family Skippies there, of course, and Mallory doesn't want Skippy there, but <laughs> Alex tells her he's an employee of Keaton Manor. He has to be here. Um, I also want to say that usually when parents go out of town and their siblings, usually you have a party. But this time, it's, it's a kind of a different situation, and that's what I like about this episode. Everybody does the whole party thing, you know? They did it on the Wonder Years. They did it on... So many dang shows. I can't even. So many shows. Uh, 90210. Yeah, they did on 90210. And, you know, I like that this is kind of a more original idea. You know, Alex, I really didn't think this was going to work out, but so far it's been okay. Okay. Jennifer, I think it's a little better than okay. The car is being fixed. We, uh, we have enough money to pay for it, and we've got a little money left over for ourselves. How much left over? Don't you worry your pretty little head about it, Mallory. <laughs> and 
glad Alex handled all the big old nasty financial details. All right, so everything is working good. Everybody's happy. It's going really good so far. The car's getting fixed. So nothing can go wrong, right? We've come about the room. Alex, no. We'd like one with an ocean view, please. We're all booked up, Alex. Uh, yeah, uh, like she said, uh, we are completely booked. In fact, we're overbooked. I mean, I couldn't rent you a room, you know, even, even if I had one. We're desperate and we're wealthy. <laughs> That's my favorite combination. <laughs> We're desperate and we're wealthy. I love that. So, of course, Alex is money hungry. You know, Alex has always, if you think about it, if you've watched the show like I have, Alex is always money hungry. He's always, always talking about money. It's just, it's a perfect, uh, it's a perfect plot for this episode for Alex. It's a perfect, perfect spot for him to be in. So he says, yeah, come on in. And a whole crap load of people come in. I don't know where they're all going to stay, but <laughs> it cuts a commercial. Then we get back and uh, you see Skippy carrying down some sheets from the bedroom. Uh, I agree. That, yeah, you should obviously wash the sheets at a hotel, but do you have to do room service too? Front! Front! <laughs> what is it now, Alex? Mallory, what is the problem with the Barker's toast? Alex, forget it, okay? I'm tired of making sandwiches. I'm tired of doing people's laundry. I'm tired of making their little beds. Now, we have enough money for the car. Let's just send everyone home and close up. Mallory, how can you say that? You know, we hotel operators have a, have a certain code of ethics. <laughs> you know, you can't just throw people out into the street. Alex, that is the fifth time I have fixed that shower today. I just locked the door. There's no more bathroom for these people. No more bathroom for these people? That's hardly a motto for a hotel, Jenna. This is not a hotel, Alex. This is a house. I'm with you, Jennifer. Um, yeah. They all they want all they had to do was provide a room. They didn't have to do room service. They didn't have to do any of this stuff. Laundry. I mean, I guess if it's there, I guess you could do it. But like, seriously, like, you just say, "Hey, it's a room. That's all you get. It's a room. You don't have, you don't get breakfast. You you can go out and get your breakfast wherever, but you don't. It's a room. You know, that's what I would tell people if this is if I was in this situation. All right. Well, um, the big game is today. So Alex says, "Okay, well, we're gonna get all these people off to the game, and then we'll decide what we're gonna do because you know the girls have had it. They're not gonna they're not gonna keep up with this charade any longer." And, uh, so the bus comes and they get them all out of the house. They all run out of the house. So everybody's gone. So they finally get their house back. And then the phone rings and Alex says, hello, Keaton Manor. And it's his dad, of course. His dad tells him he's going to be home in two hours. I mean, I guess he's coming home early. I guess they weren't expecting this. You know, I mean, maybe he was supposed to come home the next day. 
I would imagine that the game's like on a Saturday and maybe Steven comes home on a Sunday. So yeah, problem. He's coming home. They got to get all these people out, get all their stuff out. So Skippy is in charge of getting everybody's luggage and um, putting <laughs> putting all the clothes in the lug- in the the right suitcases and getting them all packed up. <laughs> that can't go wrong at all. Oh, come on, Skip, is that all you could carry? <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Well, Skippy, how'd you get the bags packed so fast? Well, I took the clothes out of the drawers and stuffed them into the suitcase. How'd you know which clothes went in which bags? Was that important? <laughs> Look, we can't worry about that now. We gotta get the rest of these bags packed and get these people out of here as fast as we can. <laughs> we won! Oh, great! Sit down and tell us every detail of the game. Oh, uh, no, I mean, grab your bags and get the hell out of here. Okay, so I did a little uh, research here. So I was always wondering if Leland College was real. There might be a Leland College, but it's not in Ohio. Uh, this is where uh, this is where the Keatons live. They live in Columbus, Ohio. They've mentioned it many times on here. I'm pretty sure that they that they said Columbus. Um... Apparently, Leland College is 50 miles away from Columbus on the show, according to the show. But if I did a, a I did a, a Google search for Leland College, it was in New Orleans. So that's just a little fun fact about Leland College. All right. Well, <laughs> they all rush back in because they all came on the back on the same bus. So they all rush back in and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> We captured the other team's mascot. We got the Crawford Kangaroo. <laughs> you believe this? They captured the Crawford Kangaroo. This is a day we will never forget. Okay, I have to comment on Michael J. Fox's reaction here. Hey, what are you doing? It reminds me, uh, for some reason, that that high-pitched voice of his reminds me of, you guys have seen Back to the Future, right? Uh, There's this one scene in Back to the Future. I think it's the very beginning of Back to the Future Part 2. And they have (laughs) the the, uh, doc... The doc. Doc uh, knocks out Jennifer with some kind of like memory thing. And <laughs> and Marty says, what'd you bring her for? It just reminded me of that so much. Anyways, um, I don't know. Just a little. I love Michael J. Fox. I love his facial expressions. I love. He just he's funny. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> in that clip. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, it's such a visual. It's so hard to explain it. But in that clip, there's a kangaroo in the middle of the living room that Alex is trying to, like, I guess get out? He's kind of, like, trying to corral it, you know, trying to get it out of the house, and it keeps kicking him. (laughs) And in the middle of all this, Steven walks in. And by the way, I'm sure he had an idea, and, and we will find out that he knew about this, but I'm sure he had an idea when he saw... 
all the cars and the bus because that was not long that the bus was there, I'm sure. And uh, anyways, he walks in. He (laughs) he sees Alex with the kangaroo. Can you just imagine what he's thinking when he walks in there? It's so funny and so random. Why a kangaroo? Kangaroos are like so exotic. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a goat or something that you could find usually in, in the U.S. It's a kangaroo. I just It's just very random to me. Anyways, uh, it, it ends right there at that scene and then it shows him cleaning, uh, clean up the house and Steven's not talking to them until he says this amazing, amazing speech. Alex, parents are conditioned to accept a, a, a few uh, minor problems when they leave their children alone at home. Spilled milk on the rug, broken dish. There was a kangaroo <laughs> in my living room. He was just here for the party, Dad. And I guess I'm overreacting. Dad, if you just give us a chance, we can explain everything. Well, can you? Can you explain the valet parking in the driveway? (laughs) The flashing vacancy sign in front of the house? The billboard on Route 41? him driving back home and he sees a billboard for keaton manor oh my god that is so funny maybe he was like okay well that has nothing to do with my kids maybe there's another keaton but he probably put it all together when he saw what was going on just funny funny stuff man and uh michael gross who plays steven he's so funny in this there's something about him that i've always really liked i've always liked that character Elise is kind of annoying because she's like hippie and I I don't have a problem with hippies. I used to like that hippie culture, but like she's just kind of me. There's she's kind of funny in some things, but and I'm sure I'll do an episode with her. Um, I can I can think of a couple other good episodes. There's a really good one with um, Tom Hanks where he's an alcoholic. And I think he hits Alex, if I'm not mistaken. He hits Alex. um, And then uh, then there's a part two of that one he's in there he's in it twice and then there's also an episode with um with gina davis where she's the maid which i already talked about that's another funny one and there's another one where alex takes andrew out of preschool because he sees andrew dressing a doll and he says i just remember this so well uh where's where's your wife she's at work (laughs) and he he doesn't like that because you know alex is all conservative very old-fashioned uh that's what I always liked about this show, uh, that Alex is very conservative and the parents are liberal hippies. And I just always thought that was so funny because they always clash. Like when Alex would show Andrew like a picture of um, like Ronald Reagan and they're like, take that away, Alex, it's going to scare him. There's a, I mean, it's just funny. I don't know. Uh, well, that's the episode basically. Um, Stevens it just kind of walks away and we don't know what happens to them. We don't know if they get punished. I mean, it, I guess it doesn't matter. It, it served its purpose, you know, and, and, the, and Alex says, we let you down. I'm sorry. 
and he tries to shake Steven's hand and he walks away all angry so they're fine then it's a sitcom dude it's a sitcom they're fine the next episode uh, so let's go into the trivia of this episode, uh, Four Rooms, Ocean View. And the funniest thing about the title is that it takes place in Ohio where there's no ocean. I've been to Ohio. I've been to Cleveland. I went to the Cleveland uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I also went to Canton, Ohio, and I went to the National Football Hall of Fame. I actually didn't have, I, I kind of thought Ohio was pretty cool. But it, uh, when I went to Cleveland, um, it's on this huge, huge lake, uh, Okay, I don't know. It's one of the lakes. And it's crazy because it looks like an ocean. It really does look like an ocean, but it's a lake. And being from California here, where I used to live, you know, five minutes away from the ocean when I lived in Santa Barbara, you know, it's crazy that there's no ocean in, in every state. You know what I mean? It's just like, they're oceans. They're, they're, you know, oceans in quotation marks are big lakes that look like oceans to me. Uh, so that's kind of funny that it's, uh, they, they want a room with an ocean view. I guess that's the whole joke of this. Okay, so here's the trivia. Oh, I didn't know this. An alternate title considered for this episode was Keaton Towers, a reference to the popular British sitcom Faulty Towers. Has anybody seen Faulty Towers with John Cleese? Oh my gosh. If you like John Cleese and if you like Monty Python, this show is brilliant. It's on, uh, it was on Netflix. You might be able to find it on Prime. I have it on DVD, so I know I'll never have to worry about that. But it's on one of those. It was on one of those streaming programs for a very long time. It's about this disgruntled old guy. He's kind of old by then. He's probably like in his forties, fifties. Uh, named Basil Faulty, and he runs a hotel. It's like a it's like a um, a bed and breakfast hotel, but it's like I don't know. There's probably about maybe it's like two or three. I think it's like two floors, kind of smaller. And it's hilarious, dude. It's hilarious. You just got to see it. I might post a clip from it on my Facebook page so you guys can see what the show is. Um, I think that's cool that they reference that. Well, they almost reference that. Okay. I want to talk about the people who played um, the Barkers because that lady is very familiar. So her name is Beverly Archer. And I'm going to her IMDb right now. Oh, I guess she was on Mama's Family. Okay, okay. She was an actress on Mama's Family, Alf, Project Alf. What the heck is Project Alf? I gotta say, guys, I never really liked Alf. I You won't be hearing me do Alf episodes on this podcast, sorry. She was in Clueless. Oh, the TV series, not the movie. Not the amazing movie, Clueless. Married as Children, Miss Hardaway. Okay, that's who she played. She played the librarian. There's this episode of Married to Children. I There's this episode where Bud gets caught masturbating in the library, and she's a librarian. Uh, he's she's in the Brady Bunch movie. She's the one that gets a strip search from Bobby <laughs> River. <laughs> she's in Full House. I mean, she is in a shit ton of stuff. Okay, so we got we got covered her. Now the other one is Earl Bone B O E N. And like I said, when I first saw them, I was like, okay, I know these people. I've seen them in many things. Okay. Uh, wow. He's in a lot of stuff, guys. Let's see. Um, I'm going to go back to the 80s because that's when I, re I recognize him from. Okay. Uh, never mind. My dog's in the background. I have three dogs and they're all barking right now. He was on Webster. Oh, boy. 
so much guys i can't even he was on the wonder years he was on seinfeld he was on a lot of stuff punky brewster was that the that wasn't the rich guy that she went to live with oh by the way i'll probably be doing punky brewster as well i love that show i've always loved that show okay oh he's also in another episode of family ties the fugitive part two the fugitive is the one with tom hanks tom hanks in this episode i i'll i'll probably be recording or uh reviewing it in this episode tom hanks basically embezzles money he embezzles money from a from a stockbroker company that he works for on wall street and he goes and hides at the keaton's house but he doesn't really uh tell them what's going on and then the keatons find out because like they come and like investigate him and it's a good one it's a good one i think he i think he goes to jail at the very end or i don't know what happens but you know you really can't get away with that you you're, you're going to go to jail if if you embezzle um he plays elise's brother uh ned i think his name's ned okay that's it for this episode I am also, if anybody wants to follow me on TikTok, I just got a TikTok account. I'm obsessed with TikTok right now. If anybody wants to follow me, my uh, handle is Preston's Mama 1979. Or let me see, is it 79 or 1979? I don't even know my own name on there. Um, Preston's Mama 1979. Preston, P-R-E-S-T-O-N. And uh, you can also follow me on Facebook at When TV Was Great Podcast. And I am also on uh on iTunes and Podbean. And please go leave me a review. And uh, let your friends know, you know, if, if anybody wants wants uh, a podcast about good TV and old TV, classic, you know, there's not a lot of podcasts out there about Family Ties, uh, the Wonder Years. There's another Wonder Years. I'm going to give a shout out to my girl, Angela Bowen. She does a Wonder Years podcast, which I love. And uh, I'm not trying to steal your thunder, girl. But, uh, yeah, she's, she's really cool. She does pot, she does wonder years. She does growing pains. It's kind of where I got the idea to do this podcast. Cause I was like, well, I love all those shows too. You know, maybe somebody else out there likes those shows. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all for today. Uh, catch me next week and take care everybody. Stay safe.